Have you noticed the behavior wins with your students this year? Have you noticed changes in their behavior this year by using different strategies, maybe new strategies? Have you noticed improvement? Have you seen them grow in this area, of course, as well as their academics? Well, this episode, I want to share some growths that we have had with a couple of our students and also encourage you and motivate you in continuing to use behavior strategies to help your students succeed. Don't forget to leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast, whether Spotify, Pandora, Google, that you would leave a review. Let me know if this has been helpful for you or if there's anything that you would like to touch on, any behaviors you're struggling with. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. And don't forget to join my Facebook group, uh, Behavior Strategies for Class. And also hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. Thanks again. So a couple of students come to mind as far as big behavior strides this year. And one is a second grader and the other one is a kinder. So our kinder came to us after the pandemic, of course, not being in school for a year not having any preschool or any other experience, came in not very verbal. He had a cast on his arm, which he liked to chew on. And he would just like roll around on the ground. Uh, This was when um, parents could come in, bring their student in to see their class before school started. And so this was our introduction to this kiddo. And we were like, wow, 
Okay, we have our work cut out for us for sure. And today he is amazing. So he can read and he can write. And so his schedule is typically written out as well. And any other expectations we need to remind him of, we write on a whiteboard and show it to him and he can read it. He can sit at his desk, do whatever the worksheet is without us really even telling him what it is because of course he can read the directions. He engages with other students. He's learning to take turns. I mean, granted, yes, he still has his moments. He still has frustrated. He still has a hard time recognizing when he's either getting dysregulated or when he is dysregulated and being able to help him see like, okay, do you need to take a break or do you need to, you know, just take a quick walk or helping him to be self-aware of what or how his body is feeling and what he might need instead of us we're constantly trying to redirect you know get off the floor stop laying down you need to sit up you need to, you know so helping him to recognize that for himself we are still working on that but like I said huge change from that first day to where he is now sitting talking engaging writing doing his work um he still loves to chew on pencil erasers. But like I said, he has made great improvements this year. And that is because our team has been consistent in holding him to expectations, showing him what it looks like to be a student in school. And he has done great this year. So that is super exciting to see. And then our second grader came with a long list of behaviors. And in fact, our previous, his previous school was telling us that, you know, he likes to run, run out of the classroom, run out of the building. And so they were saying, well, why don't you make like your own like makeshift track for him? So when he needs to run, he can just run the track. Well, we were like, well, we're going to work on like actually getting him to be a student, to be able to sit in class and do his best. And he is today sitting in class, doing his work, doing the best that he can. And he has had um, help with speech, just like our other student. He has also had speech services they've had social workers and school psychs and but everybody again working together helping these students become their best has been amazing to see and that is definitely a team effort so our second grader does not elope really at all anymore and his explosive behavior is really non-existent. 
I mean, he still gets angry. He still gets frustrated. But he's not explosive. He's not wanting to make a mess of whatever room he's in. So he has really done super great this year as well. It is super exciting to see their improvement. So he would elope when he got frustrated in class or got mad at the teacher or whatever. He would run out. He would hit somewhat, but most of his was explosive behavior, explosive anger and frustrations and the screaming and the tearing apart the room, um, throwing things down, throwing things across the room. Um, the yelling and the screaming. And so we were like, okay, here we go. And so um, he has come a long way as well. Every now and then he'll just be like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. And we try and ignore. It's only once in a while that he will go out. And then if he does go out, he's usually like right outside the classroom where before he was running through the building or running outside of the building and around the school. So he doesn't do that anymore. Um, his aggressive behaviors, explosive behaviors have stopped. He's still learning how to kind of articulate those feelings. And when he does get frustrated, he does use a visual schedule but he's another one that he can read and he can write. So sometimes we do just need to write out his expectations like on a whiteboard. And so we keep our verbals to a minimum so he can read what are his expectations? What does he need to do next? Instead of us just constantly telling him, okay, what do you need to do? What do you need to do? We need to finish this. We have to go. So we cut out the verbals and using um, his written visual has been really helpful in stopping that bantering. And of course, you know, we sometimes get in that arguing engagement. And so being able to visually uh, write down what he needs is so much better. And it helps him not get as escalated because obviously he's not arguing with us. And so he, he really has come a long way and he's also worked with our school psych, um, as well as our team and holding him to the expectations and just getting him in routine of what he needs to do and helping him work through his frustrations when he can't finish the writing assignment or he can't think of what to say or he's... Um, he still has comprehension struggles, but for the most part, like he's reading, he's writing, he's sitting in class doing his work. Um, a shout out to his teacher as well, because she has a good rapport with him and she tries to engage him as well as much as she can in the classroom too. And I know he definitely appreciates being included and I also have to give a shout out to all the gen ed students that interact with our students because 
they are so kind. And even though our students get frustrated and they still can yell and scream, for the most part, they like to engage with our students as well. Whether it's at recess, in PE, or music class, or in the classroom doing academics, they have been super encouraging and want to help our kids. Sometimes too much, but they do a great job in encouraging our kids. And I think that also helps with their behaviors as well, knowing that they are accepted and they are um, cared for when they are in class. So those are a couple wins that we have had, that I have had in working with students this year. And I hope those encourage you to keep going, to stay encouraged, to be encouraging to your student, to hold those expectations, to continue uh, teaching them strategies, you know, taking deep breaths, stepping away for a minute, using a fidget, doing a, a um, taking a break. Sometimes our students are still sitting in a timeout for a couple minutes and then regrouping, going back to class. So these are all strategies that you can still continue to use for your behavior students. So a few things I want to go over also are what strategy has seemed to work best for you. Can you think of one consistent strategy that you have used uh, maybe the whole year, or maybe the half half of the year, maybe the last couple months that you have seen work best. So was it movement breaks? Either getting the whole class up or maybe just a couple students that need to get up and move. Maybe pace the back of the room. Maybe just stand while they're listening to you instead of sitting. Have those been helpful? Uh, Was it working towards a reward? Um, A reward could be either a break, uh, using a fidget, maybe drawing, maybe a lunchtime with you, maybe a lunchtime with the principal, uh, maybe, I don't know, Maybe it's the whole class working towards a reward. Maybe giving five more minutes of recess or an extra couple minutes uh, on their iPads or something like that. Was that uh, beneficial for you, rewarding for the kids? Um, Did you create a meta moment space? Do you have a calm down corner? Whatever you call it any area in your room where your students can go and just chill for a minute? Were you able to create that space in your room? Were you able to use it? Did kids just take advantage of it? Was it not beneficial? I mean, that's another thing. You can look at what strategies did not work. What strategies got uh, too out of control or how kids tried to take advantage of. Sometimes we did see that in the meta moment space where they obviously were just going to avoid work. 
to, you know, avoid what they needed to do. And so it was not really calming them down or getting them more focused. They were just avoiding, you know, so you hopefully can see what strategies were helpful, what strategies were beneficial, and then also what strategies didn't work. What strategies did not motivate your student? What strategy was not encouraging to them or maybe just frustrating for them? So as you round up the end of the year, hopefully you are able to take some time to think through these strategies and what worked for you and your class. You have worked hard at managing behaviors and your students have worked hard at managing their own behaviors. Recognize their strides. Challenge them to continue to grow and learn what's best that helps them regulate so that they can be their best student. Because we know their behavior is communication. They are behaving this way for a reason. And sometimes they can't express it verbally. So they just emotionally, they're exploding on the inside and obviously it comes out. Sometimes. And being able to help them become self-aware will help them regulate their behavior as well. So as you continue to learn strategies, being able to teach them to your students so that they can use them to be their best is what you are doing. And you guys are awesome. You are life changers. And you are turning hopeless situations, hopeless behaviors, into hopeful behaviors. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free these will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out and i leave you with this Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.